Welcome to The Deeper You Go, The Weirder It Gets. I'm your host, Garrett Rennan. So this episode is not so much about finding answers as it is about asking questions. It's about looking at the world through fresh eyes, with an open mind, and without our pre-programmed notions and beliefs. With that being said, I want to give a little warning because this episode could be considered a black belt level conversation. Uh, I mean, actually, it's probably not a black belt level because that actually gets into a lot deeper things. This is more like an introductory into the advanced class where one day, if you work really hard and you stay consistent, you will get that black belt. But either way, it's a high-level discussion and most people don't even have their white belt, meaning Most people are incapable of thinking about or discussing these types of concepts because their minds are still locked down by their initial programming. Because of this, when hearing a conversation of this nature, these people can either become angry, feel threatened, or just shut down. So like I said, you've been warned. However, if you'd like to continue, there are only two real requirements. First, Understanding that there is a difference between what you know to be true and what you've been told is true. Second, you have to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it, which Aristotle considered to be the definition of an educated mind. But before we start, uh, well, first I want to say that I was recently a guest on the Right Off Track podcast. It was a fun conversation and we talked about my journey with plant medicines and how establishing a deeper connection with nature is the key to improving your health and wellness. If you like this podcast, you will definitely like that episode, so give it a listen. I will put the link for that episode in the show notes. Also, as always, I encourage you to reach out with any questions you may have about my journey And if you would like to support the show and to support my year-long journey, the easiest way is to get you some podcast gear. I have stickers, hats, mugs, t-shirts, hoodies. The link for the gear is in the show notes. Like I said, it's cool gear. I always get compliments when I'm wearing it, so you will definitely like it. I also have fermented herbal tonics and pine pollen tinctures available, so please email me for more details. And the pine pollen... Tinctures have been flying off the shelves for good reason, and that's because testosterone in both men and women is at an all-time low thanks to pesticides, microplastics, tap water, a sedentary lifestyle, and even wacky modern ideology. And the result is that most people are overweight, unfocused, depressed, have minimal muscle mass, and almost zero sex drive. Not to mention, the low testosterone is a major factor for why the masculine and feminine energies in our society are so out of whack and lacking harmony. So if you want to save yourself, save your relationship, and possibly even save the world, get you some pine pollen. My pine pollen is made with the best ingredients possible, raw, uncracked pine pollen harvested in the pristine Canadian wilderness, and organic cane alcohol. It doesn't get any cleaner than that. And lastly, at the very least, if you are enjoying this podcast, please like it, share it, subscribe to it, and leave a review, specifically if you're listening to this on the Apple Podcast app. It's a simple gesture that really helps me out. My email, and always my email and Instagram are located in the show notes. All right, so let's get into the episode. 
So I want to start off by first reading a quote from Albert Einstein about the importance of having a curious mind. So the important thing is to not stop questioning. Curiosity has its own reason for existence. One cannot help but be in awe when he contemplates the mysteries of eternity, of life, of the marvelous structure of reality. It is enough if one tries merely to comprehend a little of this mystery each day. So like I said, this episode is not necessarily about finding answers. It's more so about the importance of asking questions, being curious, having an open mind, and gazing into the mysteriousness that is the human experience. See, we live in a fascinating realm, and if you take a moment every now and then to look at the world through fresh eyes and with the curiosity and wonderment of a child, you will be amazed at what you actually see. If you do this, you'll discover that the world is much bigger, more fascinating, and way more magical than you've been told. Likewise, you will also discover that there is also a dark side. The problem is, most of us are so caught up in the day-to-day activities of the rat race that we've lost our sense of awe and our ability to think critically or discern truth. And as a result, we have become mindless robots just going through the motions, doing what we're told, and believing what we are told oblivious to the world around us. And well, it's a damn shame. So with all that in mind, I'm extremely curious about the big glowing rock in the sky. So on July 4th of this year, 2023, I was sitting outside around midnight looking at the night sky when I noticed the moon slowly rising above the tree line. The moon on that night was big, bright, and basically full. So as I was looking at the moon, I was in awe about how bright it actually was. It was glowing with such intensity that it almost hurt my eyes. And then as I looked out into the pasture by the river, I noticed that the entire area was basically lit up, so much so that you could easily walk around out there without the need of a flashlight. Which leads me to a quick side note. See, one thing I've noticed since being out in the country is that the moon is much brighter than you think. See, I think people in cities, even small cities, have no idea just how bright the moon actually is because of all the light pollution. So on the next full moon, do me a favor and go out into the country on a clear night and I guarantee you, you will be amazed at just how bright the moon actually is. Anyway, because the moon was producing so much light, it got me thinking, what exactly is the moon? Or more specifically, is the moon just some dumb, dusty rock in the sky that reflects sunlight and has a small gravitational effect on the ocean tides? Or could there be something else going on? Could there be more to the story? Now, there are lots of different theories about the moon that challenge the mainstream narrative. But as I was marveling at it, at its brightness, the first thought that came to my mind was wondering if it was possible that the moon produces its own light completely independent of the sun. Now, I know that this sounds like a silly question, and maybe it is. But let me ask you this. How do you know that the moon doesn't produce its own light. Well, if you were to be 100% honest with yourself, the answer is you don't. You think you know because your 7th grade science teacher told you that the moon reflects the light of the sun, but if you're really honest with yourself, you must admit that you don't know that for certain. You've never been to space. You've never been to the moon. You've never done the experiments, and neither has your teacher. You both just regurgitate what you've been told. 
And we all do that. Now, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, but lots of scientists agree about the moon. And also, why would anyone lie about something like that? Well, it's actually a great question. And in order to answer that, I have to set the stage a little bit. So to set this up, I first need to ask you if you've ever been betrayed by someone you loved. This can be anyone, a family member or a friend, but this analogy really hits home if the betrayal came from someone you loved romantically. Those of you that have been betrayed know that not only is it devastating, but it actually makes you start to question the nature of your own reality. This is because betrayal involves lies, deceit, and manipulation. And once you realize you have been a victim to this, you then have to start to wonder what, if anything, was ever true about your relationship. When did the lies start? If they lied about one thing, what are the chances they lied about other things? And that's the thing about lies and deceit. When someone lies, especially when telling a big lie, they essentially twist the fabric of reality. And as you can probably imagine, twisting the fabric of reality is not good, nor is it sustainable. So in order to prevent reality from snapping back on them, they have to continue to lie over and over, creating a web of deceit in order to try to keep their con game going. And as you can imagine, this whole situation gets very sticky and corrupt, so much so that reality itself gets turned upside down for those who are trapped in the web. But eventually, the truth comes out, as it always does, and once this happens, you you come to another realization which is that you don't know anything about the person who has been lying to you. While you believed the relationship was based on trust, openness, and even love, they were busy concocting lies, operating in the shadows, and twisting reality to suit their needs and their needs alone. In other words, before the deceit was discovered, you had a picture and a narrative about who this person was and what they were about. But after the deceit was discovered, you come to the harsh conclusion that you know nothing about them other than they have no problem manipulating you for their own benefit. Once you get to this stage, you realize that you can no longer trust this person ever again. And why would you? I mean, you'd be crazy to trust them again, right? As George Bush Jr. so eloquently eloquently said, there's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, Fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me, you can't get fooled again. <laughs> now, obviously, he butchered the saying. The real saying is actually, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And we can all relate to this quote because once a liar, always a liar, right? Now, look, I'm not saying people can't change because people can and do change all the time. However, that does not change the fact that if you get burned by the same person twice, you only have yourself to blame because they showed you who they were. So maybe you've experienced this type of deceit, or maybe not. But regardless, there's one relationship we've all been in where we've all been victims to this type of deceit. All of us have been lied to, manipulated, controlled, and even abused almost on a daily basis. And yet despite all this... Way too many of us keep believing that this time they have changed, that this time it's going to be different, that this time they are telling the truth, that this time they actually care about my well-being. Despite having been burned time and time again, 
we always seem to forgive them and let them back into our lives. However, however, every time we do this, it doesn't take long before they are back to their old ways, lying, cheating, and manipulating us for their own gain. And as the saying goes, at this point, we have no one to blame but ourselves. So, shame on us. Now, you might be wondering who I'm talking about. Well, if you haven't figured it out by now, I'm talking about our leaders, our politicians, the government, and the elite ruling class. I'm talking about the people that make the rules and pull the strings, the people that run society and control our institutions of higher learning. See, unless you're so inured in the matrix that you have been blinded to this truth, which I highly doubt anyone listening to this podcast is, then you know that we've been lied to time and time again by the people who are supposed to protect us, by the people who are supposed to support us, the people who are supposed to have our best interests in mind. Yes, those people, they lie all the time and we know it. I mean, think about it. We've been lied to about the Vietnam War. We've been lied to about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq about the war in Afghanistan, about Monica Lewinsky, about the JFK assassination, about the war on drugs, about the origins of a virus which cannot be named, about the safety and effectiveness of Vs associated with that virus. We've been lied to about the definition of science, told that we're not even allowed to question quote-unquote the science. Hell, We are even lied to about Christopher Columbus. And if you want to get really crazy and conspiratorial, you can say that we were lied to about Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. And this is just scratching the surface. This doesn't take into account the lies that have been told by the mainstream media, large corporate entities, and the pharmaceutical companies, all of which are essentially tools of the ruling class. Thinking about all this, you could argue that We have not only been lied to our entire lives, but our history, the history of America, of religions, of even the history of the world is a lie. I mean, the late great comedian Norm MacDonald summed it up best when he said, it says here in the history books that luckily the good guys have won every single time. What are the odds? Of course, what he's referring to is that history is always written by the victors just like george orwell depicted in his famous book 1984 who controls the past controls the future who controls the present controls the past look i'm not trying to bring everyone down i'm just telling it like it is so since we know we've been lied to time and time again how can we believe or trust anything we've ever been told or ever will be told by these people how do we know when they're lying and when they're telling the truth Why should we believe them this time? I mean, I don't know, right? But these are questions you should be asking yourself all the time. So with that in mind, I want to bring it back to the moon. So it's no secret that I don't believe we ever landed on the moon. Now, I talk a lot about the reasons why I believe this to be the case in episode 38 titled The Moon, A Conspiracy Theory. And I would argue if you spend any time at all looking into the moon landing with an open mind, you will quickly come to the same conclusion. Again, this is one of those subjects that people quickly dismiss by once again saying, well, of course we landed on the moon. Why would they lie about this? Well, why not? There are lots of reasons to lie about the moon landing that I'm not necessarily going to get into now. Again, listen to episode 38. So not only are there lots of reasons to lie about the moon landing, 
But remember, we are also being told about this event by the same, same people who have a history of chronically lying to us all the time. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, right? Now, at the end of the day, you can believe whatever story you want. But for argument's sake, let's assume that the moon landing was fake. Remember what Aristotle said about being able to entertain a thought without accepting it. So if we entertain this idea of the moon landing being fake, think about how utterly crazy that would be. This would mean that the so-called greatest achievement of mankind was a complete and utter fabrication, right? Space, space may be the final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. See, if this were true, how could you ever trust them again? Let alone, how could you believe anything that we have ever been told about the moon or even space for that matter? The answer is, you couldn't believe anything. In other words, if they lied about the moon landing, what are the chances they are lying about the moon itself? How it works? Its purpose? Remember, once you lie, you have to continue to lie or reality will snap back. Is it possible that they dug themselves into such a big hole that they have no choice but to keep the con game going? I mean, this obviously leads to even more questions and starts taking us even further down the rabbit hole than I'm willing to go right now. Or I should say further than I'm willing to talk about right now because I've gone down that rabbit hole and trust me, it gets really weird really fast and most people are not ready for that discussion. So I'm going to try to steer the ship back. The truth is I don't know what the moon is or whether or not it produces its own light. It sure looks like it does, but what do I know? I also don't know if any of the wild theories about the moon are true or not. For all I know... Maybe my seventh grade teacher was right. Maybe the moon is just a big rock that reflects sunlight. And maybe a few, and maybe a few guys back in the late 60s and early 70s planted an American flag, played golf, and drove a dune buggy on that big rock. Maybe that time they were actually telling the truth. Or maybe we are living in the Truman Show and everything we see has been scripted for the benefit of others. Who really knows, right? Maybe we will never know the important. Maybe we'll never know. But the important thing is to stay curious and ask questions and understand the credibility of your source. Because if the goal is to become the best version of yourself, you need to know where you come, where you came from. You need to know the truth about where you live. You need to understand the reality of your surroundings, and most importantly, you need to know what people are. What people, what people are capable of, both good and bad. See, in order to grow, we must first wake up and free ourselves from our pre-programmed bondage. And you do this by arming yourself with knowledge. And the way to arm yourself with knowledge is to ask questions, to pay attention, and to think critically. Remember, we've only been told one version of history, but the truth does exist. People can, try to, people can try to hide the truth from you, but it never goes away. You just have to be willing to look. So with that being said, I'm not telling you to become a crazy person and reject all authority in mainstream narratives, but I am saying that you shouldn't just blindly accept everything you've been told by an authority figure as gospel either. Ask questions, pay attention, make informed decisions, and search for the truth. Because the truth, as they say, will set you free. Let me know what you think. 
See you on the other side. Thank you.